Hello everyone! The clip you're about to hear is from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes on a recent horror release, and just like all of our other episodes, it might include major spoilers for said horror release, so don't listen to it if you haven't already seen it. You've officially been warned. And if you'd like to hear the full episode, just head on over to patreon.com slash horrorqueers and subscribe today. Without further ado, here is your exclusive Patreon clip. Yes, shout out to Black Spot FX who did all of the authentic looking organs, including a full on body cast for David Cronenberg so that they could do this autopsy thing in the final oh episode. The poop, the poop. I fucking loved it. Apparently, this is based on a Japanese film suggested to the production by Sam Zimmerman at Shudder. So uh, if folks are interested in the poop and like going through organs, <laughs> it's a Japanese movie called Live Bait. If you're interested in the poop, there you go. If you're interested in the poop, subtitle for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, overall, I really, really enjoyed this. And I really like, I feel like we've been getting so many slasher type series is lately i mean you know we've had mm -hmm. scream we've had this i mean i'll go back to harper's island back in 2011 2010 yes because we were very excited when this one got announced because we thought oh my god it's a slasher series set on a fucking island we're getting harper's island again yep 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 but that being said though you know i, I said at the top of the episode you know a lot of the reason that people go see slashes is oh we want to go for the kills and a lot of times slashes are 80 to 90 minutes long unless you're scream and which are two hours and <laughs> But this is, you know, seven to eight hours of a slasher. So you have to fill yeah. in the dead air between kills with character development. And I think this is a show that does it really, really well. Like, I didn't feel like there was too much filler in this. Yeah, I agree with you mostly. There were a couple of times, particularly as we got into the later episodes, because we had spent a lot of time with some of these characters that I wasn't sure if we were really learning that much new about them. I think that mm. was where I was missing some of the Netflix style approach where it's like, right. does this episode need to be 45 to 50 minutes or could it be 30 minutes and just really tight? Yeah, good point. Because all of these episodes are fitting into a very traditional television length model. Mm -hmm. But uh, overall, I think, yeah, they've got a good handle, particularly the use of flashbacks. It could be considered a bit of a crutch, but I think they're employing them in such a way that we're getting enough of a character background. Yeah, I mean, I think that this is probably a good model. I'd be surprised to see other shows that don't do this. Like we mentioned Harper's Island. We're both fans of that show. They don't use a lot of flashbacks and a lot of their characters feel very thinly almost stretched where you think okay right. that's the sheriff that's the boyfriend i mean that's how they marketed it too like the marketing was like a poster right. of all the characters with their stereotype or one like their caricature below it mm -hmm. and really that one was one that lived and died on the villain reveal and if you don't buy it then the whole series doesn't really work for you Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, you know, I, I can see, though, like hardcore horror fans looking at something like this or um, I mean, any other slasher series and being like, oh, it's just a, it's basically a soap opera, but like with some kills added in or it's too, mm -hmm. I don't know, wordy. <laughs> yeah, because that was actually one of the criticisms that plagued Harper's Island back in the day was that there were too many characters off the top. So we didn't get to know any of them. And it seemed like they were only killing one person each episode. So people were just living and dying for that single kill each episode. Yeah. 
then you start to get into narrative problems, right? It's like, well, how come they haven't found that body? How come they haven't left the island? How come they're not using technology to rescue themselves? So I think one of the things that really worked for me in this most mm-hmm. recent season of Slasher was like, oh, David Cronenberg has just locked this motherfucking island down. Yeah. It really feels like when writing the scripts, they were like, okay, what is uh, an out people are going to come up with? Like, why don't they just do this? Let's address that right away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of funny because I know that we're also covering Midnight Mass this month, and that's another narrative that takes place on a remote, isolated island. And I'm just like, you know what? It's fine. Keep doing that because it makes sense for me. It's like either stick people in the woods with no cell reception or strand them on an island. That's fine. You don't need to do any more work than that. Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser-known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out, and we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now.